to the Tommy Vortex Podcast. We're talking about a classic Doctor Who episode from 1989. 89. What? 89. 89, I was going to say that. The Curse of Fenric by... I don't know. <laughs> Did you say Ian Briggs? Yeah, I think so, yeah, Ian Briggs. Or he does... No, it's actually, yeah, Ian Briggs. And, uh... We can edit this later, right? It's story number 158. It stars Sebastian McCoy and the Seventh Doctor. It's story 154. 158. According to the DVD right here, it's 96 minutes and... It's 154. It's in color. What? It's a 154. Well, it says 158 here. This is the American DVD release, which is more accurate. Probably this list from Wikipedia oh, that some British guy... Anyways, um, uh, my name is Ken... Jeff. Julia. Scott. Curse of Fenric. Um, what do we think? Oh, I love it. I love it. I thought it was good. I mean, I, I can't say I love it, but, you know, I loved Ace. I think she was the first old companion that I've seen who didn't just scream and have the vapors when <laughs> something bad happened. She was actually proactive and did things and helped and seem to have more of a partnership relationship with the doctor than just some chick who's hanging around for to scream a lot. Yeah, I, um, I thought Chris Fenwick was one of the better ones of the season. I don't remember what else was that season, but um, yeah, Chris has always been kind of a favorite of mine. Um, in terms of Ace, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that annoyed me about her by watching it today, getting ready for this podcast, but I remember, I, I think I mentioned before, we were talking about this earlier before we were recording, when it gets to the Sylvester McCoy era, the series starts to look and feel different, and I think if you look at the new Who, it's more like Sylvester McCoy's era than any other era, um, maybe a little bit of Colin Baker, but not much. And so when you say Ace, that's kind of like because they finally put a companion in. That There's other companions that that aren't as screamy and, and fainty as, as some of the other ones, but she's definitely one that they were trying to get. And then they were also doing stuff like, I mean, the whole thing where they're trying to, he's trying to break her faith and that there's, a, there's other stories where he's bringing her there to try to, get her to do things and more mm -hmm. involved and stuff like that. They do stuff like that all the time in the show. So um, that's kind of like one of the first times that they kind of did that. I also think it's a credit to uh, the, the script editor, Andrew Cartmel, uh, for making it, for taking, you know, the early seasons of Sylvester McCoy just seemed so campy and pantomime to me that it's like barely watchable like the, the music is bad like it's just it's self-referential and all that and I think that Andrew Cartmill came and wanted to really make it like you know proper science fiction and more like the classic series than, mystery to than it had been and and I'm glad for that because I think you know John Nathan Turner just turned it into a kind of a a joke at the BBC, and so this, I think this is one of the stronger episodes um, for Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember buying into that whole thing where there was 
like there was more to the Time Lord, and, and they, you know, I don't know, I don't, it's funny because when I watched this, I had a lot of problems with some of it, but, you know, I, I thought editing was, was, pro, was horrible, and, <laughs> but if you take a look at how it was edited, you don't have this lingering shot for 15 minutes as they're talking, it cuts to an underwater scene, and it cuts to something else, and it cuts to something else, and it cuts back to the underwater scene, and it cuts to something else. That, and I love that, because when the show started to do that more and more, um, it was definitely, I thought, an improvement. This episode, though, I think suffers because at one point, Ace is sent to go do something, and then the Doctor and Ace are together again, and then that happened numerous times. And then the other thing, which I noticed it twice, is, I don't know what it's called officially, but I call it screen vision, where the Doctor and Ace are there, and you see the, 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 their framing, and they're like, like this, and all of a sudden, the guns come in, the soldiers come in, they're like, oh! you, you know, it's like, they can't possibly have not seen them walking. They're only aware of it, because we're, that's only what we're aware of on the TV screen. And it happened twice in this episode where they were shocked because these soldiers came... It must be the stealthiest soldiers ever. Or there were two different soldier groups, but... Um, but I thought there was a lot of problems and a lot of editing with it, but um, the movie version, I think, fixes some of that, and... But I love the music, and I yeah. love the... Like, when, Marcus, the, guy, when yeah, the guy's underwater, and he op opens his eyes. A lot of creepy stuff in this. Yeah. And... Um, I was a little confused about why there were Vikings and... Vampires. Yeah, you know, when I was uh, when I was growing up, like uh, my PBS station stopped showing Doctor Who after Dragonfire, so I never saw this story until it came out on VHS when I was like in college, and I watched it a, a bunch of times and you know tried tried to follow along with it, and a lot of it just went completely over my head, and like you know, I've seen a lot of Doctor Who, so for that to happen. You know, a lot of times I'll watch it with a non-fan, and they just, it goes over their head, and, like, I was just, you know... But this time around, you know, it all, a lot of it made sense. Um, I, I felt, when I originally watched these shows, I would watch them and pay attention enough for, that I, except for Ghostlight, I got most of them. I, I, I think I totally understood this one, but now either that information has been flushed out of my brain, or when I'm watching this... I'm like, that's not important, what you just said, but I'm sure it is, and I thought I knew it, but now when you say it, I'm like, actually, I don't remember what it is. Well, and the vampires from the, was it the ancient uh, From one? the future. Yeah, he goes back. But then what do they have to do with the it, Vikings? Yeah. Well, maybe he, that's where he got sent back to time, too, is at the time of the Vikings, and he, he attacked attacked them. It was a little confusing. Yeah. Because the two girls were descendants of the Vikings, and they, t you know, they turned into vampires. Because they got black hearts. Black <laughs> hearts. <laughs> um, we know what girls do at maiden's point. point. <laughs> I'm like, tell us. <laughs> I got pictures. <laughs> she was, man. They didn't even have to be stuck with her when you're being evacuated. Worst of all, you get evacuated from your home, but you get stuck with her. <laughs> yeah. And she's got, like, a Victrola, and, you know, instead of listening to, like, jazz music, it's, like, you know, like, organ... 1800s church Classical. music stuff. Yeah. She knows how to party. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
one of the things you mentioned Ace, and I remember kind of like going, boy, I thought Ace was really good in this episode, and she was for the most part. But one of the things that this show has never done, and you, what a contrast between the new series and, and this one, whereas when, when anything has to do with sex and seduc seduction, the classic series is horrible, or, or relationships like that, because... How many times have we seen it, uh, someone fall in love with someone on Doctor Who Classic? Once in a while, like with Joe Grant and what's his name, it's okay, it's passable. But with Leela and whatever, Andrew, yeah. that's horrible. This was bad because did, did she did she really say, oh, maybe I will get married someday because she saw someone across the way and they caught eye for a second. Then later on, they're talking. He's giving her a scarf, and I'm like, wait a minute. When did this happen? They, yeah. They yeah. basically, and then she goes to do her seducing of that soldier. Yeah. Was, she, was the writer or she on drugs because they were making no sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, for the It guy wasn't a seducing. It was like, you know, I'm going so fast, and I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. that was strange. It, it was, uh, was kind of awkward. And I mean, yeah, the, the, the concept awkward. of her trying to seduce a guard to distract him in and of itself is fine, but the dialogue just made no sense. Because like, after she's, she's like, I gotta go, and he's like, but, but, but you promised. promised it's like, what? what did she promise? You know? I mean, it's almost <laughs> like they might have done something, and then... Somebody said, like, like she might have said, oh, you know, I got a room next, you want to go next door to the room, and maybe Johnny Thaddeus said, no way, let's, <laughs> quick, make something up, you know, well, the, if I go fast enough, I'm, you know, I'm not even going yeah. light speed, what? I did like how they addressed, like, the social norms of the, of the period when, when she asks, uh, that woman, like, you know, oh, yeah. is that your boyfriend? She's like, it's my husband. I have <laughs> a else? child, or I have a baby, whatever. Yeah. I thought they did pretty good, you know, with the the historical elements of this, with the soldiers and stuff like that. Um, you know, um, it was pretty neat to have all that with the old woman there and yeah. the, uh, the younger. It's hot. <laughs> or how about having to be under Millington's char command there? That, that guy's a, that was a whack job. Yeah. Now, now did they ever say? I, I, first off. I was on the impression that the reason that he was in an office with Nazi stuff was he was trying to get into the mindset of Germany, mm -hmm. of, the, of the Nazis. Did he ever say that? Because I swear he did, but... No, the doctor, doctor said that. Oh, did he? Okay, because I must have missed it in this viewing, because I knew that already, because when I was watching it, I was like, trying to put my... Sometimes I try to put myself into... Yeah, they this were is the first time I'm watching this episode. supposed to be breaking German coded messages, but instead they're trying to decipher old Viking text on a wall. <laughs> one, one scene that I thought was really powerful was when um, the, the the doctor in the... Not Doctor Who, the the guy in the wheelchair. I can't remember the character's oh, name. Oh, Judson. When he's taken over by Fenric and he comes back to kill his, his nurse <laughs> and he's like... He would have wanted this. <laughs> he treated him like a child. Yeah. He humiliated him. And then he turns around and he's got this big, big grin. Yeah. And he's like, "Yay!" Yeah. That was. That I was, killed the nurse. Yeah. And then when his body's failing, he's at the chessboard and he's like, "Tell me the answer. Tell me the answer." That was the other awkward. I remember this when I first watched it too. The doctor and him are in the room. And then they cut, and the doctor's somewhere else, and I'm like, what happened to the other guy? And then, of course, they cut back, and he's still working on it. it was, I mean, I thought the, a lot of the editing, 
and it gets worse with Ghostlight. Ghostlight was the worst because it, it just. Ugh. But I like <laughs> I like them when they do stuff like this. But I don't think they had a handle on what was going on because there was a lot of scenes where okay, so I'm gonna go do something. And the next scene they're together again, and uh, they cut something out, and maybe the movie fixed that. Yeah. The movie version. Well, there was yeah. a scene where Ace and him were in the room where the bunk beds, and then you cut to a scene and you see the guard, and then there's the doctor all of a sudden there. And he's like eyes, eyes watching, and you're like, and then he's gone. Yeah. And like, well, what? <laughs> there's a lot of that where I felt. I, I know they don't want to have a scene where okay, now they got to show the doctor leaving that place and then go over because they they have a limited amount of time. But and I and I appreciate that because that's exactly what the show should have been doing but i don't know if they had a grasp on it and maybe that's why they did that movie version that sort of fixes it fixes it because i remember watching the movie version last year and i don't remember it being as choppy well this was originally john nathan turner they said they had so much material he wanted to make it a five-part episode mm -hmm. but the bbc said no <laughs> i thought the makeup of the hammer boys was excellent yeah I think, like, visually and conceptually, it was really good. Um, as far as, like, the dialogue, I, I think probably if you if you read the script, it would make a lot more sense than to just watch it. I think, you know, trying to translate the script into something on the screen, that's where you get all these holes in it, you know. Yeah. The, I thought the music was fantastic. I love that music. Most of the music in that episode was really good. It's out in CD, or it was. And then, uh, you know, the heat of coming out of the water totally reminded me of the Sea Devils. Oh, yeah. That was pretty... Sylvester McCoy's two kids were actually the children heat Oh, that's Oh, cool. really? And when they were in the cemetery. Also, you know that scene where he, uh, when he first comes in and he's like, do you have any stationery and two pens? Oh, yeah. And he crosses yeah. his hands and he's... he's from, I'm from the war office. Well... One of the signatures is actually Sylvester McCoy's actual signature, because I noticed because I got his autograph, and I noticed that it says Sylvester McCoy on it, but like that's a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Well, the woman who played the nurse was in that David Tennant episode. She was ended up being the vampire for the straw. Oh! Uh, which one? Uh, yeah. The one with the introduced Martha with the... The moon's. I didn't, I didn't, the, the I didn't watch the that. Yeah. She's the, she was actually the. Smith and Jones? Smith and Jones, yeah, she's actually the straw sucking vampire. So both her stories had to do with vampires. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, for a, you know, for an old episode, considering I'm not a huge classic Moon fan, I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I, there were no real laugh out loud moments for me, as there have been in other classic episodes where. You know, the special effects were so bad that I was just like, oh, my God. Um, but it was entertaining, but, yeah, it jumped a lot. And there were two times when Ace gave the answer to somebody oh, yeah, that she yeah. shouldn't have given the answer to. Yeah, she went out of her way to get the last time. So yeah. Like, i got to go tell him, you know. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was pretty good because the doctor was manipulating her the whole episode. Well, he said that at the end. Yeah. But... He had made it all up to lose to make her lose her faith. Well, no, but he's always been when he gets to be this point, he's the more manipulative doctor. Yeah, yeah, which we see in the new show a lot. Oh. I think. More yeah. My favorite line was uh, when the Russian guy he's uh, taken over by Fenric, and he says, 
The baby is your mother. <laughs> the mother you hate. <laughs> well, I... Uh, oh, yeah. As yeah. soon as she handed her the baby and she said, what's her name, Audrey? And she goes, oh, that's my mother's name. Yeah. He hands her back, I'm like, that's her mother. <laughs> I can't remember if I would have picked up on that when I first saw it. Probably, maybe not. Uh, I don't know if we did or not. So that, that naval or whatever, the secretary was her great-grandmother then. No, it would be her grandmother. Grandmother. Oh, yeah, it would be her grandmother. Yeah. Like, did Ace have any pictures of her great... Yeah. Did Ace at her home have pictures of her grandmother? I mean, would she not Or not know the name? I mean, maybe not, if she was not on uh, good relations with yeah. her mother. It, it's cool how she referenced uh, Ghostlight when she talked about, like, how she, like, passed this house with evil in it. And... Is that Ghostlight after this? I yeah, can't, I can't, I yeah. Can't I, think, I think Ghostlight was filmed before this, but... Yeah, but they put that line in this one, alluding to, you know, the next story. Yeah. I thought the next story was Survival. Well, Survival was the last story to be transmitted, but yeah, it wasn't Yeah, because Ghost Curse of Fenwick didn't Survival. Ghost but Light, I think Ghost Ghostlight was... came before. Yeah. But maybe the, when they filmed it, it was a different order. I think Ghostlight was the last one to be filmed, but they transmitted it, like, in mid-season. Yeah, with Battlefield, Ghostlight, Curse yeah. of Fenwick, then Survival. I'm going to be interested to see her whole storyline. Feel like I need to watch all of the things that she's been in. She seems to have a very developed backstory. Yeah. You know, way more so than any of the other ones that Definitely. I've seen. Definitely. I mean, there's. They spend more time on her character than most others. Most others is very. You know. Very they're just dropped shallow. in, and they're not. You don't know anything about them. You know, this is, this is so and so, and she's. You know, the chemist. She's going to be helping you now. Yeah. It's like, boop, that's it. She's just there. They kind of, the whole, her introduction is kind of like that. So you're not going to get a good <laughs> answer. I don't yeah. Think this actually answers But they referenced it. Because yeah. I, I did go read the Wikipedia page about her because okay. I wanted to know what her story was. Because I, you know, as soon as she said this, I hate that name, it's my mother's name. Um, I was like, all right, I got to find out something about this girl because I don't know anything about her. And she's supposed to be like 16. Yeah. Or seventeen, and there was a there. They did talk about how they were. It was going to be implied that she lost her virginity to somebody in that episode. This episode, Chris yeah. Fenwick, yeah, or probably been the guy there. It right? might have I been guess. the guard, or it could have been the Russian guy. Probably the Russian. But I mean, how? When would they have done that? I don't know. They wouldn't let them do it. Considering they were vampires, two girls, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> that made its <laughs> point. Made <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we know what, oh, we know what goes on it. down at Aiden's point for young girls. What, they go swimming? I think it turned into him of wars. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh. But it was a well, I thought it was, it was good, it was better, it moved much more quickly. Mm. And that, because that's always been my issue with the old episodes, it's like so slow. Yeah. It takes forever for anything to happen. There was one slow scene where it was like the two vampire girls are trying to like go this Russian guy into the water and like, <laughs> come on, the water, come on, come on. It took. It seemed like it took like twenty minutes. It uh, was a long scene, and you could tell the that it was nice like and warm. an eighties. <laughs> and it must episode. be freezing. And one of them looked like she was shivering. I was actually like, yeah. come on. They probably filmed this in like the, in February. Did you see? I, I, there, there, in one scene early on, you could see someone swimming out in the in the beach. I mean, was there? there? There was when the soldiers were coming in or something like that. You saw it looked like someone on a floaty or something over. Oh. <laughs> 
just briefly. And Somebody walking his dog in the background. Yeah. So I, I don't know when they would have filmed this, but but you know maybe it wasn't it wasn't winter. And yeah. It was, One thing I didn't get when I saw this first time was like if it's supposed to be in the forties, women didn't wear pants, and the two girls yes, had they did. pants. Well, in the forties. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, the two girls, they were wearing dresses, and then towards the end when they changed over, I guess their... their, their they went and jumped into the water. Their clothes were pants. wet, so I don't know where they got the pant, the trousers from. But Women were wearing... They started wearing trousers, then. Okay. Especially if they were, you know, like land girls or doing anything... The type of girls that go to Maiden's Point wearing <laughs> pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they started wearing trousers, then. I mean, okay. Agent Carter wears trousers. Okay. It's place in the 40s. Okay. Touche. <laughs> yeah, those those two girls, they're both, their first names were both like Joanne. What? In the, the actress? The actresses both had the same first name. You could tell that it was an 80s episode because after they come out of the water, yeah. they both got like the, the permed hair the and, and like poofy bangs. I'm like, you couldn't have done something about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, thing, the, the period costumes and the hairstyles and everything looked pretty accurate except for. The two girls, I think. After they came out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, after they came out of the water, it looked like they came out of a Come On Eileen video. Yeah. They were so afraid of their nails that they were always doing this. Like, yeah. I wanted to show them off. we got to show these really great special effect nails. Yeah. You can't just sit there and put them on the side because you might break one by accident. You know, like, the, the, the scars on the neck whenever someone was killed, I mean, did they... You never saw the vampires, like, actually bite with their teeth. I mean, did they... Were they kill people with their nails or I don't know they were going one of them was going over a neck but they yeah. didn't see you because you I mean because their mask was so filled with like foam rubber they yeah. couldn't really you know move <laughs> much but, but but I thought it was always the vampires that killed people was it also the well, the, 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 ancient, the ancient one did have teeth. I could see when his mouth was moving up and down well, aren't they the same thing I mean it's yeah the I think it was just yeah. they had a decayed yet. Well, they were at the end when they just before they die, you could see the blue stuff yes. all over them, and th th that was a great effect. But it only lasted a second when they were dying. So he also turned yeah. blue when he got made its point in the water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that woman was right on. They yes, get, they get tentacle suckers on your face. Okay, well, cute.